What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, it's the one only Teresa right there. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Oh, what are you laughing at? I'm just laughing at our cold open. Well, that because, wasn't. It's cold, because it's cold oh. in here. I was thinking we should do a cold open, but do you know what a cold open is? Yeah, it's like on the office when it has yes. nothing to do with the actual TV or the actual podcast. Well, you could have a cold open that's related to... Sometimes the cold open is related to Sometimes. the to the plot of the episode, um, but yeah, well, because we do, uh, we have a little fun here before we press record. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> we have a little, uh, we have it's a- not the kind of fun that you guys are thinking. No, God, that would no. be a hot open. God, that would mm. be a steamy open. This is uh, no, this is once again. And I told myself before we sat down to record, I was like, "Do not talk about the temperature." Our friends are tired of hearing about the temperature. We don't need to talk about the temperature. And here we are talking about the temperature. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, for, a, for a $10 tier on Patreon, we cut out all the temperature talk. If you don't want to hear us <laughs> talking about the temperature, join join the $10 tier. There's no temp talk. 10 15 if you want to cut out the temp. All right. <laughs> I'm it's kidding. A big, it's a big part of Teresa's lifestyle. Uh, I'm kidding, guys. It is because... It's unfortunately a big part of John's lifestyle, but we have a, we usually agree on a lot of things, but when it comes to the temperature, no, no, there was, there was quite the expert intervention on this. Finally. It was almost expert overload. It was like cramming for a test. They just brought in all the experts at the end, right before the test and said, here, see if you can help. But the reason I brought that up is because the as as many issues as these couples have, and, and they do have issues, disagreeing on temperature is not one of them. They wish. They they wish that's all <laughs> they had to disagree about. But yeah, there was, we got PC. I feel like it was DP, it was Devon, and then PC was like, well, don't leave me out. I want to I wanna make an appearance. Yeah, DP, PC, DF. We just, we were missing Dr. Pia, and that was Yeah, it. DP. That's Two a DPs. No, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pia. Oh. I, don't think, I don't think, is Dr. Pia, I guess, no, she is a doctor. Of what? I don't know. I don't know. Of what any of these doctors are, I do not Do- know. Doctor of television. No. <laughs> you got that right. So I thought, I thought this was going to be the episode where we find out that Mac was sliding into DMs, but no. Maps realizes that's the one juicy bit they have this season, and they're going to tease that out. For Literally, another- they had this juicy bit in a way that when Nicole was telling Chris, like, well, if you don't like this, here's the door. Yeah. And it was part of her, like, actually a nice conversation, nice talk saying, uh, well, if you don't feel like you can handle all this, like, here's the door. And he's like, no, I'm here for it. It's like, oh, yeah, well, that's classic editing, Theresa. How long have you been watching reality television? I know, but, like, give us some juice. Here's what I'm excited about. And there were a couple things in this episode that I was excited about. Okay. There was some drama, a little bit. But next week is one of my favorite parts of the entire Ooh. 
experience. When they go on the retreat. When they go on the couple's oh, yeah. retreat. Oh, yeah. That is hands down one of the top three moments for me of every, Absolutely. Of every season. And we get some surprise guests, it looks like. What do you mean? A couple unwanted, unwelcome visitors, Teresa. A couple animals. Oh. A couple party animals. I mean, it's Tennessee. Of course there are bears. Of course. Of course. Of course. So I'm looking forward to that. We didn't see bears in Tennessee, but someone said that there was a bear walking down the street the night before we took a walk down the street. Oh, we when, we the cabin. In, when we were in the Smokies. Yeah. Not in Nashville. Yeah, they must have gone to the Smokies. That makes sense. Yeah, or like nearby. I mean, there are mountains everywhere the in Blue Tennessee. Mountains. The Blue Mountains. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get into the episode, very quickly, follow us on Instagram at Pod. We do memes. We post news and updates, and also we talk to you guys over there. Message us, share your thoughts about maths, about 90, whatever it is. On Instagram, we love to chat at Married Reality Pod. And we love when you guys send us whatever you see on social media related to all these crazy peeps because it helps John with his by the way. Sure does. If you guys are just maths listeners, well, you should also listen to the 90 Day Podcast because we have a lot of fun over there. That's Ooh. our that's the OG. That's the bread and butter. And I do a segment called 90 Day By The Way where I update all of our friends on things going on in the 90 Day World. Yes. The whole 90 Day World, the including all the spinoffs. Past, present, future even. Sometimes I talk about life. shows that are coming. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm living in the future, Teresa. Yeah. All right. Um, if you guys can hear that rumble in the jungle. What the fuck is that? That is someone who... Like, the car is about to take off. I think the car is taking off right now. Oh, I hate I hate people with those type of cars. It's like, now you're if, just asking for attention. Now, if it's... Oh, boy. Are you kidding me? I don't want to say something I'm going to regret, so I'm not going to say it. You say it. Well, no. You like it? No, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. But if... What I was going to say... Is if it's because there is a malfunction, if if the car wasn't an accident and and it's just a symptom of a problem, I'm fine with it. But if you've gone and spent money to get your car to sound like that, I hope you kept the receipt. Okay. Both. If you ha- if it's a malfunction, it means it's dangerous. Go to the freaking car service place, let it fix. Yeah. And if you are a moron who just have a loud, obnoxious car, then drive it far away from our house. Yes, especially when we're recording. Especially when we are recording. Don't exactly. they know? Jeez. Like it's always like these like dudes, like jacked up dudes, thinking like I'm just gonna get girls, and yeah. they're so loud. That's well, so loud. Well, it's Florida. There is. A, it's the classic Florida man. Uh, what are you going to do? I, I love when people, and I'm, guys, I hope it's, if it's one of you, my apologies. But when people put those big They won't ass be able t- to hear the podcast over that, so. <laughs> when people put those big ass tires on small oh, cars, and dumb. then it's just ridiculous. I don't, and listen, I get it. I, I used to trick out my 89 Buick when I was in high school. I put neon lights on it. I put racing pedals in it. I get it. But once I had my 18th birthday, I looked in the mirror and I said, it's time to be a man, John. And so I got rid of all that. Mm. Okay. So there's a time and a place. And when you're a 44-year-old man or however old that guy was that just flew by and nearly shattered our windows, it's time. 
Oh, I see them in the fucking garage. It's like, ugh, really? Really? All right. Can we get back to the- What are we talking about? The housekeeping. (laughs) (laughs) It's a slow start. Um, On Instagram, I'm married to reality pod. Also the Patreon. This is a big time for the Patreon right now because we just wrapped Darcy and Stacy. Mm-hmm. But of course, if you join, you'll get all of that back catalog so you can relive Darcy and Stacy with us. But also we're covering Seeking Brother Husband. Ooh. And starting next week, we're going to be adding Love and Paradise. So you're getting double the pleasure, double the fun for the same price. And we have the monthly bonus for the family affair level coming. Right. And... We have a bonus coming for everyone, as Ooh. we do once in a while. We just love spreading the love and not sleeping. It's the it's the love is blind <laughs> bonus. You guys know that. Every time there is an after the altar. Yeah. So, so it's probably not going to come very soon, but I would say within the next couple of months. Whenever there's an after the altar, we watch it, we binge it, and we record, and we share our thoughts. And yeah. that's for every patron from the friends with benefit level right and up there to the family affair level so and you can see the check easter picture oh yeah me being drunk in nashville and hugging a penguin picture that's a great point the uh that's a great point i don't think i, I pointed out enough is the friends with benefit tier the three dollar tier the entry level tier it doesn't get you the bonus episodes it doesn't get you seeking sister or seeking brother husband it doesn't get you darcy Stacey, but it does get you ad free episodes and housekeeping free episodes of everything we put out on the free feed. So you wouldn't hear this right now on Patreon if if for if that's something you're interested we in. We don't add our cold opens to it. Oh, the cold opens there. The cold opens there. As soon as I say let's do some housekeeping, Ooh. I cut out and then I come back in when we get into the show. Ooh. So if you're sick of the housekeeping, you say, I follow you guys on Instagram. I've left a review. I don't want to hear the ads. The Patreon at the at any level, but starting at the lowest tier is ad free, housekeeping free. So patreon.com slash married to reality. Also, make sure you guys are listening and following wherever you're listening, actually. Spotify, Tune, and Stitcher. It doesn't matter. What matters is you follow the podcast. No matter what we drop, you get it as soon as we drop it. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the line dancing. Because I've never done that. I've done it quite a few times. No way. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll take you. I'll take you anytime you want to go. Can we do it at home? Sure. We could definitely do it at home. Let's like do that. To practice? Let's do that. It's funny. We were talking, we're doing a lot of talking during this housekeeping, which I feel bad because we cut out for the patrons and they're missing out on it. But we talked about salsa dancing because of seeking brother husband. Yeah. And I said, I would never do that. But line, not that I would never do salsa dancing, but I would never take someone on a first date to a salsa class because I'd want to impress the date and I would not impress them with my salsa dancing. But I would take you line dancing. Yeah. And you're never, you're not going on a first date like ever. No, but we date. Yeah. We date. That's how we keep it but fresh. not a first date. Not a first date. Well, every day. I treat every day like a first date yeah. with you two. Uh-huh. Um, last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We love the love. And so if you if you leave a review, if you leave a five-star review and you write something on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on that 90-day podcast that we were talking about. Yes. All right. That's Oof. the housekeeping. Should we do it? Let's do it. Let's get into this. Married at First Sight, season 16, episode 15. We're, we're doing it, folks. We're almost there. Almost there. We're almost there. Let's start with Jasmine and Eris. Okay. So Devon, we are reintroduced to Devon. We, we met him last season. He's back yeah. this season. He's an expert. And he's visiting Jasmine at home. I'm going to say this. I think Devon 
is the best expert. He actually has some answers and some solutions and it's he gets people to open up. Okay, let's rank the experts then. Okay, Devlon number one. Since you're such an expert on experts, which is a Dak Shepard podcast, I think. Um, Is it? uh, Isn't it like armchair something? Armchair expert. I do listen to it sometimes. Armchair expert, but then I think there's a spinoff of it called Expert on Expert. I think. Could be wrong. Um, Okay, Devon is first for you. Yeah. Here's, And I'm just going to be honest with you. I haven't seen enough of Devon to, to, to give him the number one spot. True, but have you seen enough of deep your PC on these lately seasons? Not these, but I've I've watched sixteen seasons of them. Yeah, so, yeah, but like let's judge this. Okay, do you? I want you to go first with your order, and then I'll I'll chime in. Okay, Devon number one. I hear it. PC number two. Okay. DP number three. Okay. And doctor or not the doctor, Pia <laughs> number four. I yeah. don't really see. Her adding anything to the mix? No. So I'm right there with you. I may, I may invert. So which DP and PC? No. I may invert Devon in, in PC. I might Ooh. go, I might go PC, Devon, oh. DP, <laughs> DP. <laughs> you guys following along at home? Take out your expert bingo card. Let's see what we got. All right. Devon is there. He yes. heard about the breakthrough that Jasmine had when she was hanging out with the ladies. And he, he's there to address that. And really the issue is, this is what we find out about Jasmine this episode. She has gone through some shit, right? She has experienced some trauma, but her whole way of dealing with it is sweeping it under the rug. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if she understands that what she's been through is traumatizing because she keeps saying... Well, I don't, I haven't been through anything deep. So Aries always talks about losing a dad and, and losing a friend. And I just don't have anything to say. I think she actually has a lot to say, but maybe she just doesn't want to. And she ends up saying, well, I have nothing to say, but she does. Well, she doesn't. Devon gets it out of her, but that's what I'm saying. And that's Go what Devon, Devon. That's, what, uh, that's what Devon's saying. That's what I'm saying. She, her defense mechanism is sweeping it under the rug, is yeah. not addressing what what has happened to her, is not staring it in the face and going, you made me uncomfortable, let me address this. It's easier for her to just, doop, not going to deal with it, not going to think about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so when someone asks, so tell me about a, a tough time you've been through, she's swept it under the rug and she's not looking under there. Yeah. So it just it's not top of mind. But she has been through yeah. some shit. I'm I'm going to say I don't think it matters because I honestly don't think what Eris is looking for is for her to get all open and emotional. I think he just wishes she had a bigger booty. Oh, yeah. But he's not going to come out and say that more than the once or twice he's already said it. And so he's like, well, I just wish she was more emotional. I wish she would open up. But that's not the case. But that's what Devon has to go off of. And so they do. They talk about when she was bullied. At school, and she starts to rattle off all these things, all the bullying, how it made her feel, how she just avoided it, swept it under the rug. And this was the aha moment of, oh, yeah, I guess I have been through some shit. Yeah. And the reason why she doesn't tell Eris exactly how she feels or doesn't get it out the way she gets it out with the ladies is because she's afraid that if she says, okay, What's going on? Why isn't it working out? That he's just going to tell her 
the truth, which, which he has done before. Which he has. And I also think there's a happy medium. I think there is not oversharing, but there's over complaining. Right. And so now her talking about bullying is not complaining. Mm -hmm. But if Eris is going, well, I just want you to open up. I want you to share. You might err on the side of complaining too much. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You want it? You want me to go deep? You want it? All right. Well, this lady pissed me off at work. This woman cut me off when I was driving. Like, okay. Well, now you're just complaining. You're sharing too much. Yeah. So I think there's a happy medium between complaining too much and and sharing your feelings. Yes. And also, I feel like it works for me. This is a little different. But let's say if you're upset about something, just don't don't keep it in, but also don't share it right away. Don't explode. Just think about it and then address it. And I know I sometimes just explode and address it right away. But I, then I, when I think back about it, I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't do that because I feel like it comes down more aggressive, comes out. Mm-hmm. But for her, doing the opposite of like keeping it in entirely that's also very unhealthy because eventually let's say they say i they say yes i want to stay married she's gonna explode i don't know if she will she may get to the place where she feels comfortable enough to but she's trained herself all these years just to keep it in oh no one bad day one time he would say something triggering and she's gonna like let it all out she's gonna let all the duchess out the dogs out. She's got to let the dogs out. <laughs> Who? Who? <laughs> um, so then they they switch it up. I guess it's a new day or it's later in the day. Jasmine's not there, but Devon comes back to talk to Eris. And now I'm feeling like, okay, Devon, you, you do know what's up. Because he, br- oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah. he addresses the physical attraction, which he didn't address with Jasmine, which I get that's a sensitive subject. Well... He did, she mentioned it, but here's the thing. It's not her issue. Like, she is attracted right. to Eris. Eris is attracted to her, so that's something he needs to work on. Well, what else is she supposed to do? She looks great. She works out. She's a pretty girl. She's a that beauty not, queen. Yeah, there is nothing she can do to f- feel more attractive. Even if she wasn't a beauty queen and felt good about herself... She shouldn't be changing for a guy who says, I'm not attracted no, to you. No, you're 100%. So I don't think, I think it was good that Devon didn't bring it up with her because what is she going to do about it? I know, but we're dealing with two different situations then. And I get it. There's nothing she can do. But you're having one conversation with Jasmine about opening up. And then you're yeah. having another conversation with Eris about her level of attractiveness is just two different conversations trying Absolutely. to solve the same problem. But here is why it's good and here is why I like Devon. He tailors these conversations to them and their issues and what they find important and not important. Yeah. I- unlike everyone else, they're like, okay, well, let's do the same thing with everyone. It's like over and over and over. It's like, no, like, let's address different issues with different people because at the end of the day, they're different we all are different, so they're not going to be going through the same shit. You're so right. Therese and I were having dinner earlier, and we were just talking about... Mediterranean bitches. <laughs> even, when, <laughs> even when we're not recording, we talk about these shows. And Therese made the great point. These experts should be tailoring their advice and their activities to each couple mm-hmm. and what would best suit them. You don't need to give every couple 
the poll question out of a fishbowl exercise. Oh, write yourself a letter. Right. I freaking hate it. Write you, your younger self a letter. It's dumb. Don't write your, just write your, maybe some people should write a letter for when they're, when they're old. So <laughs> they get some memories, but I don't know, just something different. Yeah. Um, if you think that Nicole and Chris need the same advice and activities as Jasmine and Eris, you're, you're living on a different planet. And so, yes, I think my wife is very astute and, and that's some I'm good advice. Next, I, I feel like on the next season, me and Devon should basically kind of like push out <laughs> the BMPC All right. and just like do this shit. Well, we know Lifetime listens to this podcast, so yeah, take I'm, a, I'm not a certified expert. I am expert because of the University of Life. Whoa. <laughs> All right. So as we said, Devon's talking to Eris. Brings up the physical attraction. And Eris is like, yeah, that's the biggest issue. That's causing all the problems is my lack of attraction to her. But then he was like, well, that's not the most important. I feel like our energy levels are not like leveling up. It's like it's a dumb excuse for saying I'm not attracted to her and I don't do enough to work on it. And this is what I loved when Devon goes like, okay, what do you do for a living? All right. Do you work in tech? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you like your job? Are you good at it? You are. Do you put effort in it? Yes, yes, you do. And okay. Do you put as much effort in your marriage? No. Marriage? No, you don't. Oh, here we go. Here is the issue. And he went deeper. Obviously, I didn't take notes on everything. I was also trying to enjoy the program, but I loved it. Well, you, you, you skipped over one part that I thought was very, very telling. The part you recited, yes, very telling. And to me, it shows, oh, he doesn't value Jasmine or the relationship at all. He values his job and he values what he gets from that job, a house and a car, but he doesn't value Jasmine. He's not getting anything. Mm-hmm. Also, it showed us Devon's potential. You, take, you calm down over there about Devon, all right? Well, it's not about his appearance. It's about... I mean, it's his, a little about his... He's a very sexy man. Really? I don't find him sexy. Oh, all right, good. I just, go carry on, Teresa. For me, it's like, finally there is someone doing and saying something a little different. Okay, but here's the part that I think you skipped, is after he says, after Eris says there's, there's an attraction issue, Devon says, okay, well, what are you attracted to about her and... Eris says her passion, her dog breeding, the coaching, her calming presence. And Devon's like, okay, so there are things you like. Do you want to become more attracted to her? And Eris says, I do, but people can't change. Like, I can't get taller. And right there Mm -hmm. in the four words, I can't get taller, Mm -hmm. proves that what he's talking about is purely physical. Oh, yeah. Purely booty size he didn't say oh i would love to become more attractive but like people can't change like i can't gain a sense of humor he didn't say something personality yeah. or right he said i can't get taller it's all about the physical for him yeah and listen i think the physical aspect is a big part of it but it's it's a package if someone's like super hot but they are a moron that's not gonna work but at the same time, if someone, if you 
are great friends, but you're not attracted to them and you don't even try, that's not going to work out either. And this is the case. But here's the difference. He doesn't even try. No, he doesn't. He says he will now because Devon says, well, can you verbalize your commitment to Jasmine? And she's like, okay, I will. And he goes, which is right here is another very telling moment. Eris says, I don't want to regret my decision on decision day. So yes, I will talk to her. Which means if decision day was today, he would say no. Oh, he's going to say That's no regardless. That's just admitting he's going to say no. I don't want to regret my decision. Yeah. Because you're saying no. Because you're not going to regret saying yes because you could just end it a week later or a month later. So yeah, it'd be a, a big fat no today. But let's see. I mean, I, I know what I think is going to happen, but... Stranger things. Here is my hope for the show. And I know these are real marriages, but I would hope that if they say no on decision day, and this is talking in the past tense too, I hope they get an annulment, not a divorce. Because that would just, Mm. that's just shitty. If you are paired up with someone who's an asshole and then you have to be divorced for it, I hope you can do like, you can do an annulment. Yeah, I don't know what the rules are. Not an expert, but. I'm with you. I'm with you. You don't, you don't. Here's the other thing though. An annulment's well and good, but anyone who's got an internet connection who dates you is going to know you were married. Is going to know you're on the really? show. Really? I thought annulment kind of is not on your record. Well, no one's getting access to your marriage certificate necessarily, but I'm saying you do a quick Google of Chris, whatever his last name is, you're going to see he was on Married at First Sight. True. So... You can get it off your record if you want, but it's not going to I don't even mean it. like for others, more like for yourself. Like, for example, for for Jasmine, right? She was paired up with Aries. He's not trying. He's not in this. He's saying he may try, but he's not. I would want her to have her first real marriage one day, meaning this one would be annulled. And so whatever's come next would be considered the real first marriage. Yeah, but then I don't like that because don't even put it into any of their heads that it could be annulled because then you're not going to take it seriously. So now you could just do a a mulligan, like, eh, I'm going to wipe that. Let me do it over. Then you're not going to take it seriously. It's just a a fun TV show. Ah, that's a good point. All right, Teresa. let's, let's, Let's keep the rules. All right, let's move on to Nicole and Chris. Okay. Nicole, they're home chatting. And Chris is asking her what he can do to make the relationship better, to make her feel more comfortable. (sighs) And I get that Nicole has issues. She keeps very openly talking about it. But she's going to self-sabotage herself because Chris, yes, he keeps saying he's a nice guy. And so far, he minus a few selfish moments with the dogs, etc. He's been there for her, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And he keeps asking questions. He keeps reassuring her. But I would have my limits. If he kept coming to me every single day with, oh, I don't, I can't believe that I'm, I'm loved. I don't deserve to be loved. I would be like, eventually I would be like, maybe he doesn't. Yeah. See, this is the dark side of Nicole. And we started this season and we said, I don't know about Nicole. There's something going on there that doesn't seem right. And then we grew to love her. Now I'm seeing that side of her again where I'm going, this is troubling. I don't like this. But that's not, we judged her at the beginning because we thought she's crazy. I thought she's going to be Lindsay 
2.0, Lindsay from Boston, sure. from Magda Shark. I thought she's going to be nuts because she kept saying, I'm crazy, I'm crazy, I'm this and that, right? Now, that, yes, we learn to love her. We realize she's not crazy. But this is not crazy. This is just, she has some demons and I love that she talks about them. But she keeps talking, bringing up the same issues over and over. And I feel like eventually it might turn into something negative well it already is no it already is and that's the thing don't call it crazy maybe it's not crazy it's not crazy but it's not healthy and what she's doing is not helping herself or the relationship it's almost a test which i don't like and it's a test she knows she's giving which really upsets me the whole when i say i want space and alone time it's because i need that but I almost don't want you to let me have it. It's like you're testing Chris. If I say I want to be alone, is he going to leave me alone or is he going to come and sit with me and talk to me like I really want him to? Well, don't play games with Yeah. Him. It's really hard. Like if you told me, hey, I need some alone time, I would understand. I would be like, okay, well, holler when you need me. <laughs> We've been living in the South for too long. <laughs> I started saying holler a lot. It's uh-huh. wild. It's wild. But anyway, it's like I would not I would not ever think you're playing games. So if I went on a walk and then you were like, well, you left me home, yeah. I would be like, you asked for that's, it. That's and, and and that's my point. And I'm gonna stereotype guys and say, we're pretty dumb emotionally. And so if you say leave me alone, we're gonna leave you alone 99% of the time. The reason I find this to be a huge issue and a huge red flag is because, again, Nicole knows she's administering this test. She's admitting it. Mm. And so if you know it, you can make a change. Stop doing it. And also stop bringing your past baggage into this current relationship. Mm -hmm. That's also not fair. She keeps, I'm testing Chris to see if he's like my exes. Well, he's not like your exes, okay? Stop testing him. Yeah, leave the past in the past. It's like... Who cares? That's a life you had before Chris and you did whatever you did or didn't and you met some nasty people, but leave that in the past. Like, like this is how Jen and I approach it. There was no one before we met. Obviously, John dated someone else, but do we talk about it? No. We addressed it once yeah. or twice and that's it. Like, no need to go back and see, oh... John did this and John did that with his ex. Why would I even do that? Trust is so important. Trust is the most important thing in a relationship. Yeah. And these tests, these games show the lack of trust. And that is going to eat away at the relationship faster than anything else. Yeah. Should we move to Kirsten and Shaquille? I think we should. I think we should. Um, Because I am fired up. All caps, Teresa. I'm fired up because she's on the phone at the gym. This is everything that's wrong <laughs> with 2023 is people FaceTiming at the gym. I hate it. People on the phone at the hate gym. It. Can't respect the gym. Respect your fellow athletes. Or like people going to the gym with an iPad watching a show without headphones i was gonna say i mean the size of the screen doesn't bother me but it's it's the, no, volu- it's the yeah. volume of the programming Ugh. it's really it's really selfish i don't know what bothers me more if loud people on their phones or if people don't wipe the equipments 
Mm-hmm. I'm a germaphobe, so probably wiping the equipment, but still, at very least, close. At least I can wipe the equipment before I use it. So it upsets me for like 0.1 second, then I wipe it down and I'm, I forget about it. I can't walk over and boop, 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 and turn the volume down yeah. on the Moran's phone who's faced. <laughs> and like, and we've probably talked about this almost as much as we have our, our temperature. Our temperature. Um, but yeah, like the girl who's at our gym, who's FaceTiming her boyfriend or husband, who's just sitting on the couch and they're talking and she's doing squats and showing. And I don't know if he's got some weird control thing where he needs to see her because she's in her yoga pants, which are extremely sexual. And he wants to keep an eye and make sure no one else, or is he training her? But like either way, put in headphones. Yeah. And, and, and be quiet. Cause I get it. The, the talking is okay. Whatever. If you had a friend at the gym, you'd be talking to them. If you had a workout. Not really. You, you work a, out. If you had a trainer, you guys would be talking. So, like, you can talk with an inside voice. Yeah. But when you're on the treadmill, not having headphones on, you're yelling. You hear, They're yelling back from the – it's like, stop FaceTiming at the gym. Yeah. And stop bringing babies to the gym. I really hope someone's listening to this podcast at the gym without headphones on. <laughs> and, we're, <laughs> and we're like, stop being assholes listening to – your phone without headphones. And stop bringing crying babies to the gym while, while you are on a treadmill FaceTiming your boyfriend. I know. Well, this is very specific. <laughs> We're getting very specific. Well, I know exactly who I'm talking about. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. I, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. All right. Anyways, I think I feel bad because I do respect the hustle. Like if we have a kid and I'm out and you want to go to the gym... I get it. You're not going to leave the kid alone at the apartment. You Go want. to freaking gym with babysitting. It's very, I'm serious. Like I know, it's, it's First expensive. of all, it's gross because everyone's sweating. Second of all, if there is a freaking crying baby, then you're all sweaty, touching everything. Then you're going to touch your baby. Well, you can or you're just going to let hands. it cry and it's going to annoy the fuck out of everyone else. I know. I know. It's just a horrible situation. Do you think the baby wants to be in a sweaty, loud gym? No, I just think it's disrespectful to everyone else, including the baby. All right. Well, let's see if we have kids, if you feel the same way when you want to get a well, workout. Well, I would in. rather do a workout at home. True. And then go to the gym when you can watch it. True. Or someone else. I would never drag a baby to a normal gym where there is no baby section. Yeah. Here's an idea, Olga, or whatever your name is at our gym. <laughs> Leave your son in his carriage in your apartment and then have your boyfriend on the phone watching him. Have your son <laughs> FaceTime your boyfriend, and then you could be at the gym by yourself. Well, that's a bad idea. Like a normal happened. person. Well, if something happens, then then Sergio or what's what's an Eastern European male name? I don't know, Igor. Igor can can call Olga, and she can go upstairs and look at the kid. Well, if it was in Europe, you can just leave the stroller outside. That too. <laughs> it's too hot. That too. Yeah, leave the stroller outside the gym. There's like a sidewalk right there facing the water. It's beautiful. But the, yeah, it's very true. Put the stroller out there. Absolutely. But it's it cannot be hot. That would be an issue for a baby. All right. We've gone too long on this topic. Yeah. What are we talking about? Oh, Kirsten, Kirsten FaceTiming at, at the gym. Um, Yeah, Shaq's mom FaceTimed Kirsten. Nina. Uh, she wants some insight into how to better communicate with with Shaq. She's like, you got to be there for him. You yeah, got to be there for my baby. Obviously, I get it. Mom is team Shaq. 
Your mom is team me. <laughs> I know. Well, no, I really think so because, well, for, for a number of reasons, but most importantly, I think she knows you're good for me. But yeah, I was like, I don't know how mom is helping in this situation whatsoever, other than just piling on to Kirsten being like, Shaq is very hurt. Uh, you need to be there for him. You need to support him. He's, he's really upset right now. I don't even know why you're at the gym and not at work with him. <laughs> right? Stop working out and go work with Shaq. I don't get this whole like work events. Like if you have a work event, aren't you working? I get that you want her to come here and there I to completely, see. But I'm like, why would she want to be there all the time? What is she going to be doing? Every day can't be bring your wife to work day. Exactly. What it is, he's... Showing off. He wants to show off. Yeah. And I get it. You're proud of your job. You got a high powered position at a university. I get it. But come home from work and tell her about it. Yeah. He really wants to show off. He wants to oh, come see where they put me up in this hotel. Check me out. Watch me with my mentees. <laughs> right? <laughs> He's showing off a little. He's trying to show off a little bit. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so Kirsten says, I apologize to Shaq and I continue to apologize every day, but mom's not really buying it. She doesn't think it's enough. So do more. Apologize to my baby. All right. Next we have Gina and Clint. And this was just like a very quick segment um, that I'm calling balcony bites, which is a beautiful Was it thing. a chicken sandwich? Because a, I feel like it was like a big schnitzel he pulled out. It was catfish po' boy. Oh. And, well, I believe, I, don't know what that is. I believe a po' boy does involve chicken tenders on a sandwich with catfish if it's catfish what's po-boy. catfish it's a type of fish oh uh, you ever watch the, like... sh- the tv show on mtv <laughs> yeah. great tv show but this is what i'm talking about this is what couples need to be doing they don't need to be blindfolded doing dumb scavenger hunts around the apartment they need to be pouring a glass of wine cooking together and yeah. then going on the balcony watching the sunset and eating a sandwich and having hank the dog dead and hank the dog makes everything better hank right? the dog is a baby but it's this little this little exercise, this little activity that makes Gina, you can see she's coming around to Clint. She's like, yeah, really has a massive heart. Clint really has a massive heart. This is all you need to be doing. Yeah. All right. That is the couples. I think before we get into any group hangouts, we should take a quick break. We will tell you about our sponsor for the episode and we'll be back in a second. All right. All right. We'll be back. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. I could use a little whiskey right now. Right? I was thinking that too. What are you? I asked if we could drink on this episode and you said no, not during the week. Because we don't we don't drink during the week. You go too crazy. You're mixing tequila and, and no, whiskey was, and then you wake up the no, next no, no, day. No, you're no, like, no. I'm a baby. I have a headache. Uh, <laughs> Teresa, first of all, <laughs> let me correct you. It was just tequila. Oh, it was. I the, thought you were drinking whiskey. No, too. it was. It was just tequila. It was the Darcy and Stacy pod. We broke our own rule. We said there's a lot to celebrate. Yeah. There's also a lot of sadness, being the season finale. And so yeah. let's have a drink and let's toast to the newlyweds and the newly re-wedded, mm-hmm. and let, and we'll have a drink. And and we did. And then yeah, it got a little out of hand. I had three glasses of my rooster wine. and I was fine. Smaller glasses. I would say maybe like a one and a half regular. I really didn't have that much, but it was it was too much to get up at 6 a.m. and go to the gym. You don't get up at 6, do you? That day I tried to get up at 6.30. Why? I think. You, you don't need to. Sure do. Sure do. On that particular day I did. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, Teresa. Group whiskey hang. Okay. Group whiskey tasting. 
if you will, and everyone's there. There's also, for some reason, 45 cans of Picker's Vodka Soda on the table. Clearly a sponsor, I think. I didn't see it. Oh, it's a Nashville Vodka Soda brand. Oh, is it the saucer? It's a Vodka Soda. Oh. So I guess in a way. But yeah, Picker's is from Nashville. So I think, Nashville. I think it was a little product placement, mm. you know. So they start talking about what happened at the girls' hang, what happened at the guys' hang, and Jasmine brings up how she kind of had a little bit. Oh, no. Oh. Jasmine doesn't bring up anything. Who brings it up? Nicole, the new expert. Well, Nicole gets involved, but I thought Jasmine took the lead and said, yeah. What kind of Nicole positions are into saying that? Yeah, Nicole is really wrestling the talking stick out of everyone's but hand. She always does that. Yeah. I get being some somewhat of a leader, but this is such a situation that there should not be a leader. You're all equal. You guys are all terrible. You guys are all terrible at love. Yeah. That's why you're on the show. <laughs> yeah, Chris and Nicole tried to play expert. Even Chris is like, the worst thing Jasmine is to internalize everything and then just blow up and then Everyone starts to go around the table and it gets kind of sad. Everyone starts sharing stories of their friends who hid all their feelings. They would suffer in silence. Yeah. And then it gets to Shaq and he doesn't have a friend like that. He is what, the friend. He was that friend. Oh, boss. But then he's, yeah, finally found therapy and I no longer suffered in silence and and then Nicole is like, Shaq, you have a great wife. Who cares? And he's there for you. Utilize her presence. It's yeah. like, Kirsten, come on, be Nicole. There. Be there for, yeah. be there for Shaq. And he gets very emotional. Mm-hmm. And it took me a second to realize why. Because you can see his, the emotion really overtakes him. And he gets up and he goes outside. And Kirsten goes after him. And Shaq's like, I'm not okay because Nicole spoke up. You stayed silent. Another wife spoke up and you had nothing to say. And Kirsten goes, but I was rubbing your back. <laughs> I was rubbing your back. And th- now, so this is just one more reason that Shaq feels like Kirsten is not there. Not only do you not want to come on my business trips, not only do you not want to <laughs> see me tear up the classroom, but you don't want to <laughs> speak up when when people are talking about me. I'm just not to shit on Kirsten entirely. I just think that that's who she is. And she is trying. I really think she's trying. Oh, really? Yeah. She's like, stop it. It's about us. It's you and I. I'm here for you. I'll. You just need to tell me when you need me to do something. Uh, actions speak louder than words, though. And And here's where I will take Kirsten's side. Because... I think what got to Shaq the most and what we learned in this moment is when he was in Memphis alone, he got some news that he wouldn't be graduating on time. Yeah. I do wonder if this has to do with him filming. Like maybe he has maybe. to take some... He's not graduating on time. That's a lot for him to take in and process. And he says, I really could have used Kirsten's support. So now he's pissed. But it, as much as I'm giving Kirsten shit, it's not fair to her that... Shaq didn't know he was going to get this news. Kirsten didn't know he was going to get this news. And so now you're saying, why weren't you there when I got this news? It's like, no one knew you were going to get this news. Yeah. And now you're upset that she wasn't there when you got this news. Also, she has her own job. I mean, she cannot be showing houses from elsewhere. So, like, her going away with him, or, like, is she supposed to go all the time? 
and that's what he's setting up. He's basically saying like, you always need to be next to me in case I get bad news because I really needed you and I got that. It's okay, so I'll just be at your side at all times now. So what is he should, what is she supposed to do? Just hang out with an 18-year-old mentees? Yeah. I mean, the only thing, and I won't even say she did wrong, but the only reason I can see Shaq being upset is because she did say, yeah, I'm going to go with you. He asked. She said, yeah, I'm going to go with you. And then last minute she changed her mind. I was like, no, I'm not going to go with you I don't anymore. think it was, I think something happened. I'm just going off what we were told. Yeah, but she said, just ask me next time and I'll be there. I'll make sure. Just talk to me. Because I feel like Shaq is doing something similar to Jasmine. He comes like, okay, sounds good. And then he goes off and gets upset over it and gives her this attitude. Yeah. And then she's like, what happened? Yeah. You can tell nothing is ever really resolved yeah. in Shaq's eyes. He kind of just moves forward. I mean, they even do this half-assed hug it out. At the end of this, they kiss. And it's like, oh, smooch, but kid. you can it's still like, look at you can look at Shaq's face, and he's like, yeah, not feeling it, yeah, not okay with this resolution. But they go inside, they rejoin the group. Kirsten fills everyone in on the argument. She made Shaq look needy in the moment, which I didn't like. She's like, okay, well, now I know Shaq needs me at every event, so I'll just be at every event. It's like you're making him look needy. Well, he, it is what he said. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Shaq sees it that way. I think Shaq sees it as, okay, here's the promise. Let's see. Let's see if she's going to go to my events. Let's <laughs> see. So Nicole then takes the talking stick back and asks Kirsten if she brought up to Shaq what they had talked about, about Shaq needing to take more initiative in the bedroom. And apparently Shaq did. They, sh- they shacked it up. Hmm? Then you don't oh, they shacked up. Yeah. Look at you. That's what I said. Look at you. Okay. All right. I you, said you shacked go. it up. What's the difference? Shacked up. Shacked up. Okay. They shacked up. That's what Bridget Jones does. Or they shagged. That's what they do at bloody, bloody England. Oh, they shagged, baby. They shagged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All Bridget right. Jones, bitches. What a, what a great movie and a, and a book. I don't think I've ever seen it or read it. <gasps> You've never seen Bridget Jones' Diary? No. <gasps> it reminds me of The Office when Michael <laughs> Scott, they're doing the, I think it was the deposition, or they're doing something with Jan, all the lawyers, and they bring out Michael Scott's journal where he was like <laughs> writing about his yeah. relationship. And Michael's like, you got my diary? And he kept calling it his diary. And everyone's like, well, we have your journal. And he's like, I can't believe they have my diary. And he kept calling it his diary. So uh. All right. So everyone hits the dance floor. They have a line dancing instructor, Priya, and Clint has never looked more like Chuck Norris. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> With he that cowboy like, hat. He looks like Walker, Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> I was like, someone get me a total gym right now. Because Ooh. this is. He has a fun accent. When he was, he they were ran, having fun. Yeah. They were having fun. Everyone was having fun. Eris was having too much fun. Oh, yeah. And Jasmine, the exact opposite. And she just. Storms off. She's like, I'm done. Eris was apparently grinding up on Priya, the instructor. The yeah. best part is there's this there's this camera shot where you see <laughs> Jasmine storming off, and then in the foreground, Clint is just <laughs> riding an invisible horse. It's amazing. <laughs> and Kirsten loves Clint's dance moves. They were all having fun. Yeah. Line dancing is a good time. I used to go to this place. 
In I'll Connecticut? Sh- I'm going to shout it out. Cadillac Ranch. I mean, I've already told all our Darcy and Stacy listeners, basically mm. the GPS coordinates to my parents' house. But Cadillac Ranch, it's not in the town my parents live in, but it is a country line dancing bar. And oh. me and my friends, we would go every weekend. We would do line dancing. They had a mechanical bull. We'd, oh. play, we'd play pool. And is it still opened? I'm um, sure. And they had karaoke there. And we would, well, I mean, that's everything I need. <laughs> a bar, a bowl, pool, karaoke, and some dancing. Come All on. right. Come All on. right. Yeah, we can go one time. Yeah. I wonder if it's got to be open. Cadillac Ranch. <laughs> Check it out. So, yeah, Eris storms off, or Eris goes and follows Jasmine after she stormed off and was just like, the, the the instructor was showing me dance moves because I was clearly the worst dancer. So she, she was just trying to help. And and don't even worry. She's not even my type. Oh. This is the worst. Not my type. To the seven guys listening, not my type is the worst defense you can make. Really? If you, yes. I mean, it sounded bad from him, but. It's the worst. If you were accusing me of hitting on a girl at a bar or at Cadillac Ranch, and I was like, she's not even my type. That yeah. means that means I would hit on a girl if she was my type. Yeah, that's true. It's not like, Tate, no, I, I love you. I would never talk. Why would I talk to another girl? Yeah. Like, you're all I need. All I, don't have, I don't have eyes for anyone but you. Exactly. Not, well, she's not my type. If the other girl came up and talked to me, that, now that would be a different story. Like yeah. It's the worst argument ever. I, I, can, I can see that. Yeah, he's a moron. So they end up leaving and then we see the nest cam footage i was prepared for more explosive nest cam footage yeah. it was just air sleeping alone on the couch which i'm sure he sleeps there every yeah, night Yeah. plus okay they have two rooms true very true yeah. interesting interesting um all right so then the next morning things are awkward and dp pays them hello visit. dp and dp is kind of like I, I didn't like it because she's like, are you ready to call it quits or what? Because if you are, we're not here to, what do you call this? Like, dry, dry, oh, uh, tread water. Tread water. It's like, we we are here for it. That's the other thing Therese and I talked about over dinner was a lot of people are giving this season shit because it's a little slow. It's a little boring. You're not, you guys aren't wrong. I don't think it's as bad as some people do. I still enjoy watching and definitely talking about it. I enjoy about talking it. about it. But the reason the past season's were great was because the couples who were struggling stuck it out. Yeah. Um, Chris and Paige. And the queens. The, and so many queens. They stuck it out. So the very, I mean, they made the, the decision day like a four-part event because they stuck it out for so long. Yeah. And then Lindsay and Mark, they were toxic, but they stuck it out. Now you get to these seasons where Chris and Alyssa are exciting, but they call it quits within the first couple yeah. episodes. Then you have Dom and Mac. They call it's like, no, we need you guys to stay together for our pleasure. Yeah. But or don't. just be committed to the process. Like try it out. Like you are matched for a reason. Whether it's you are compatible or it's for our enjoyment yeah. to watch. Just stick it out. Tread a little water. Yeah, so I was like, what are you saying, DP? Just pet Duchess and do your job. <laughs> yeah, sip on your tea. Yeah. And entertain us. Yeah, I was like, are you, you're literally asking them like if they want to call it. Like, this is literally putting it in front of them. Yeah, I was surprised Eris said, 
Well, I, I see a possibility of, of us working out. I see why we're matched. We have our moments. I want those moments to last longer. I think he's all talk because he oh, hasn't yeah. done anything to create anything. more of those moments. He hasn't done anything to make whatever moments he's talking about last longer. But that's all Jasmine needs to hear. And she's like back and she's got a smile on her face. She she can't believe it. That's all she wanted to hear. And here's the, something that I found a little sad because DP is like, what do you want from him? Like, wh- what do you not, what do you need him to do? <laughs> And she's Text like, well, <laughs> he never texts me during the day. It's like, I get it, but is that what you really want from him? The bar's so low. It's so low. Um, when Jasmine comes home after a long day, what do you what do you say to her? What's up? <laughs> it's like, oh, well, maybe we could try like a hug or a, <laughs> or a peck on the cheek. Oh, my gosh. Not yeah. Kidding. I mean, the texting part, I love text. We text all the freaking time, you and I. But like when we started dating, we texted a little less and it was more like surface level, because surface level, not surfer level, surface level, surface. Oh boy, just bail on it. <laughs> surface level uh-huh. because we were getting to know each other, right? Yeah. But there were times that you didn't text me half a day and I was like, well, let me, I'll text you. I don't give a shit. I'll be like, how is it going? And to go back to Nicole's game playing, mm-hmm. there is an element of that in the beginning of your relationship yeah. where it's a couple things. You don't want to text too much. You don't want to seem yeah. overly eager. But also you're waiting for validation. You're waiting to see if she's going to text me. Oh, she texted me. That means she likes me. Yeah. That can't be going on in, in this relationship. You guys are married. So mm-hmm. I hope, and I don't think he is playing games because I don't think he's into her. But just text, communicate. Communication. Yeah. It's key. Just text, sup. Sup. <laughs> you up? It's the worst. Sup? What's sup. worse, sup or just a K? Oh my, I hate that. The letter K? I absolutely hate it. And the thumbs up emoji. I don't, this, For Theresa, some reason, Theresa our moms, our, I don't know if my mom learned from your mom because oh, they're being it. friends. Mm. They're being international <laughs> friends. That I get because that's the universal language emoji. I hate it so much. I find it very disrespectful. And I know that your mom doesn't mean it. I know my mom doesn't mean it that way. But it just feels that way. I could I could deal with sup versus K. K is so short and snippy. K. If it's KK, I can be like, okay. Oh. All right, Kim But then if you put KK, just put okay instead. Right. KK is like such a, so, so childish. Right. But K is, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't like it. K, it's like l- very little, little effort. So low effort. Just like, just like my message at that point. Yeah. Thumbs I, up it. I was also told that, you know, messages can come across harsh, not even harsh, oh, but like there's, emails. Yeah, there's no emotion in it. No you, emotions. It always sounds very strict and yeah, stern. Yeah, and I was told that, if I don't use emojis that people don't know how to how to read it. Yeah, emojis can help, but they also could be seen as unprofessional. It depends. Like I, I it depends who you're talking to. Like sometimes yeah. I drop a gif. Sure, that's but, fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. All, all right. right. Um Kirsten and Nicole lingerie shopping, Teresa. Um, yes. Nicole doesn't need to be the one in this relationship shopping for new clothes. Chris does. <laughs> At least get him some matching camouflage. Oh, he or like so, a better, like a cool camouflage. Someone needs to take Chris shopping. 
And I think someone did because on all these after parties, get up, get up. Get up, get up. Let's get, get this, this party started. started. That's our version. He looks Oh, decent. you saying podcast or party? Party. Yeah. So that's their after- version. What did you say? That's a party. But oh. our version is. Oh, the podcast. Get up, is. get up, get up, get up. Let's get this, this podcast started. We sing that before the podcast sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, but his, yeah, he, yeah, he looks like someone styled him. Yeah. So Nicole wants to sex it up for Chris. Apparently red is his favorite. Yeah. What? Sorry. I don't know any guy whose favorite color is red. Also, it's very tacky mm-hmm. if you're talking lingerie. Yeah. That's like Victoria's Secret circulars from 92. He's like, oh, yeah, this is hot. This is probably this red It depends lingerie. for what it is. Like if you, if, if you like it and you have a, I think it's all about a, like a skin color. I think very time, pale yeah. people like me, I don't, I'm blonde. I don't look good in red. No. There are like certain girls with like these like alabaster skin. It's got different what type color? of alabaster. I need to look that up. It means like very, very white. Oh, well, that's you. Oh, I, I have a little bit of a color, but alabaster is like. <laughs> that's a real thing. Yeah. Is that like a Sephora term? No, oh. it, maybe it's Czech, but it's like, it's just a pure white. Like alabaster. Like, like, like see-through almost. Some girls with that type of skin actually look good in that. Okay. It's, it's all about like your tone and your hair and everything. But just for Chris to go, uh, red. Laundry. It's so cheesy. Like it's, I think it's cheesy. Yeah. You Whatever. don't, you don't, wait, wait, you don't know what alabaster is? I do now. Look, I looked it up. Yeah. What is it? It's Educate. like translucent. It's yeah. yeah. I can't believe you didn't know. I've yeah. heard the word. Alabaster. I've heard the word. <laughs> I just didn't know in, in relation to skin tone. Oh, Jonathan. Oh. You live, you learn. Nicole tries on an outfit. I actually like this outfit. I like this color. Much. I'm glad she didn't listen to Chris because red would have been atrocious. Yeah. Red would have been a train wreck. This was very nice. It was like, yeah. a, like a peacock green. She's like, oh, I don't usually let my boobs hang hang down. Gravity. I think what she was saying is. She usually like enhance them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like tape it, tape it. Like Darcy and Stacey. Like our girls Darcy and Stacey. Yeah, but now she let she let the girls down. I don't think you can. I mean, Gravity. <laughs> Are you doing John Mayer? I don't know if you can tape up. I don't know if you can tape them up if you're about to get intimate. Probably not. (laughs) It is what it is. Yeah, but like, I think she was was saying, I think, I know that she was saying that she usually puts push-up bras on. If that's what you heard. I'm not going to try to. That's what I try to do, but right. I mean, have not, I don't have a lot to push up. <laughs> Let's move on. Gina and Clint, DP is paying them a visit. DP oh. thinks they need to up their game. Yeah. Oh, Hank the dog is such a friend. Hank the dog is a swell dog. So Gina agrees. She admits like we're, we've kind of friend zoned each other into that. DP says, well, you can love your friends. You can live in separate houses from them. You can, yeah. you know, I think DP relates to this couple where it's like, you guys are friends. You guys live in separate rooms. Yeah. This is great. Like This is what me and my husband do. But I feel like you don't want to have a partner that you love as a friend. You want to have a partner that you love and he or she 
is a friend. I think I don't think there's a, a horse before the carriage, carriage before the horse thing, or chicken before the egg, egg before the chicken. I think either can come first. Oh, absolutely. Or come at the same time, like at a party. Th- we became friends or best friends. Because we didn't know each other. But I understand there can be people who are friends for us and it grows into something else. Yeah. But I I think DP saying, oh, you love your friends. So it's like, well, you do, but it's different type of love. She's trying. DP's trying. Listen, she's third on the list no matter who you ask when it it comes to the best experts. She's doing the best she can. She goes, "Why why don't you ask each other what you'd like from the other person? And so Gina says, well, I don't, even, I don't even know what I need, but I have learned I'm independent to a fault. So it's kind of hard to know what I could need from someone else. But him telling me I'm doing a good job, that would be nice. I'm glad that they they approached it in a way that, okay, we just we just need some action. So I'm like to show that the other person cares, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, he needs to do this. He needs to change that. Like, no, it's like, I love hearing all this. Like when he says or in general when someone's proud of me because I work hard and Clint he's like well just uh, you know adventures be open-minded with me yeah and it really just comes down to I think confirming with the other person that you're here for them you 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 support them Teresa's playing footsie with me right now it's (laughs) it's I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I'm it's thinking. Distra- it's distracting me. But I think <laughs> they started in this rocky place. So it's just each of them confirming like, no, I'm in it. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're here too. I think that's all they need right now. Yeah. And DP is like, can you hold hands? Can- yes, you can. All right. So hold hands and tell each other what you appreciate about <laughs> each other. Yeah. Um, but then the the weirdest part was... I want you guys to watch the movies. You guys. Some rom-coms. You guys ever see Driving Miss Daisy or The Art of Racing in the Rain? It's like, what the, <laughs> what kind of homework is this deep? Like, you'd be better off watching porn. I think that would get you further in the right direction. You ever, you ever see Debbie Does Dallas? Gina, you ever watch Babysitter? Like, I think that would get you where you need to be. I mean, she's trying to, I feel like she should have told him to watch Lassie's Coming Home, the Mm -hmm. Border Collie. Is that uh, what? Lassie, do you know Lassie, the Border Collie? I think it's like. It's a TV show I've seen. It's a movie. It's a book too. And it's like, there is a dog. I think they both love dogs and it's emotional. Okay. Or, or the. Air Bud. What's Air that? Buds, uh, Beethoven. I was just going to say Beethoven. It's very emotional. Or what's the one with Jennifer Aniston and the dog? That's a very emotional movie. Which one? Mm, not Along Came Polly. Um, Jennifer, I'm going to look it up. Jennifer Aniston. Dog? Uh, dog movie. <laughs> dog movie. It is called Marley and Me. A 2008 rom-com, Marley and Me, starring Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston as the owners of Marley, a Labrador Retriever. Oh, I've never watched that Oh, if you looked up the cover of this. Is movie, it a swell dog? Absolutely, it's the swellest. All right, um, anyways. Yeah, those are like, what, just tell, tell them to watch Bridget Jones' Diary. <laughs> Bridget Jones, Bridget Jones always picked up the wrong man, and then uh, she came across this lawyer who was a little... 
he wasn't as fun as Hugh Grant, but she ended up giving him a chance and they made it. Nice. A, lot, a lot of hiccups on the way, a lot of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but like, let them watch something fun. Okay. Right? Sure. Kirsten and Shag? <laughs> yes. Devon's there. He heard about what happened the night before and wonders if there's been a resolution. Kirsten just blames it on miscommunication. She's like, I feel like we both dropped the ball. She's putting all the blame on Shaq. Come on. She is. Yeah, but then he puts all the blame on her. So they're like, they're not hitting each other. They're not. The, the communication is poor. Yes. And then so Devon, Devon was like, oh, Shaq, do you feel supported? And Shaq is like, I don't. But then Kirsten is like, but I feel like I do support you. I did go to work events with you. I did go with you when we just met each other. I was there for you. I do things for you. And for Shaquille, it just seems like it's not enough. And and Devon puts it so well. He says... he's number one. <laughs> all right. He says, unspoken expectations yeah. are relationship killers. And I don't know if I've ever heard it put that way. But it's so, so... True. So true. Unspoken expectations where in your mind you think, of course this person's going to do this. Of course they know I want them to do that. It's like, no, they don't. They're living their life independent of mm -hmm. you, especially if you just met this person like Shaq and Kirsten's case. Yeah. You have this unspoken expectation that your wife's going to be at every single work event and that's not her reality. No. So you need to speak it into reality. Yeah, absolutely. And Kirsten says... Her support will come with time or he will feel it with time because they don't know each other. And I yeah. get it. Like each, peep, each person has a different way of showing things, showing emotions, showing appreciation. Some people talk more. Some people act. So I hope they'll make it. I really do. They just need to. Because I'm telling you, she's into that. She's into him. They just don't communicate well. I know. It might be too little too late. They're throwing all the experts at him mm -hmm. right now. But Shaq is somewhere else in his mind, I think. Yeah, but it's so true what Devon said. Like, he expects things from her, but he doesn't ask for it. He reacts to it. Yeah. No, they Which both need like, to communicate better. Yeah. I guess maybe, yes, she shouldn't have canceled on him, but he should have told her right away. Like, hey, like, this sucks. Like, I already wanted you to come with me. Instead of just be like, okay, cool. And then when she talks to you and be like, oh, I miss you, you're all upset. That's not the time to be upset. You should have been upset when it happened. Communication. Communication, people. Communication. One of the, one of the three Cs. Communication. Copulation. They've done the yeah. consummation. Copulation. What's the same thing? Consummation. Copulation. But they consummated. They copulated. Consummating is the first time. We don't know if they've continued to. We know okay. they did it once. What's the third? We always forget a compromise. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful part of mm -hmm. the three Cs. They're all equally important. Um, and then the fourth C, Chris and Nicole. Ah, yeah. Chris and Nicole. So PC wants to get down on this. PC's like, I, I, I need some more FaceTime. Let me talk to Nicole and Chris. Nicole is in full self-sabotage oh mode this Nicole episode. Nicole is like, well, things are well, but I sometimes remind myself that he didn't pick me. Stop, Nicole. Stop. And that's what PC, PC's like, you need to stop. Like, 
He did pick you. Not after you guys met, but before. Yes. He, he told me all about what what he's looking for, and that's why we put you guys together. Also, even in the real world, let's say you meet at the bar or you meet on Tinder, you don't pick each other. You may like each other and you get to know each other and then you choose each other if that's the case. You don't pick, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, pick and choose are synonyms. No, but it's, I, I do know that. But like, it sounds so different. Like choosing is something you do willingly. Picking is just kind of like, oh, cool. You know, you know what I'm saying? Not really. But you, those words are interchangeable. So you you wouldn't say, oh, I pick you every day. But you'd be like, I choose you every day. Well, that's because you know I'm what a I'm poet. Saying? But some other people would say pick because they have a limited vocabulary. Ah, I hope not. I, I hope. I hope not. Pick just doesn't sound right. You can pick your friends. You can pick your nose. Pick but you. Can't, but you can't pick your friend's nose. I think you can do it all, but like you, I think you can, <laughs> you can. Therese your, is a good friend. <laughs> you can, you can. I have no friends. You That's can, probably why, because you're trying to pick their nose. <laughs> yeah. Here, let me pick that. You can pick your nose, but <laughs> you can't choose your nose. Although you, although you can these days, find a find a nice plastic I, surgeon. I think you can pick your nose, but you can you can choose your friends. <laughs> I think you can you can pick your teammates when you're playing a game. You okay. don't choose your teammates. You, you, am I making sense here? <laughs> in a in a weird way, you are. I would never be like playing bags and be like, I choose I choose Igor to be on my team. But like, I pick Igor. Okay. <laughs> you know. Uh huh. Well, I pick Olga. <laughs> so, take uh, that. Okay. Um, Nicole says one more terrible thing this episode. When she says, there's a part of me that's trying to make him run away so I can prove I'm right. Uh, She's really, she needs more than just expert intervention. I mean, she may be seeing someone, but she really does need to. But I feel like at the end of the day, Chris saying he's the nice guy, although he's a nice little selfish guy sometimes. I think that's that's what she needs. Like she needs someone who's going to be there and keep making sure she knows it all. But she needs to stop but at some point because even he is going to run. She needs to stop and she needs to appreciate what she has. And, yeah. And when he asks, is there anything I can do differently? She says, just asking alone. That's more than anyone else has done. Even right there, that's comparing yeah. it to past relationships. Stop. That's more than anyone else has ever. Stop comparing it to the past. Even though you're saying it's good, stop comparing it. This is yeah. forget the past. This is independent. Move on. Move forward. This is independent of everything that's ever happened to you in the past. And then PC asks Chris, "Do you love her?" Ah. Uh, and Chris goes, "Honestly, I do. I I've do love known her. For I've known for some time. Like and, what? A week?" And then the perfect ending. PC. I mean, he might boop up the number two after this he goes he is number two. Oh yeah maybe <laughs> no he's my number one oh. he's my number one um definitely after this chris is like honestly i, I do i do love her and pc goes you chose her oh. it's it all she wanted us to be it was beautiful but PC. you see he didn't say you pick her poet to poet you chose her poet poet cal over here yeah yeah chose her um they could be so good if Nicole would just get out of her own head. That's all she needs to do. Is I hope out. she will. For I her so own too. sake. I hope so too. 
Get out of your head and into that lingerie, Nicole. Jesus. All right. That's the episode. I thought That's it was a pretty it. decent episode. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but I always... Watching it is one thing, but chatting about it, my favorite. Next week. Bring some drama. Oh, the couple's the, retreat. The retreat. Can't I, wait. I hope the drama with like Meg sliding into Gina's DM will kind of... I know. Stop teasing and just make it happen already. Resurface. Yeah, I can't wait. All right. Said it all. Well, uh, a couple more things to say. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. I'm mm. Married to Reality Pod. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality for ad-free episodes, for Darcy and Stacey. No, not Darcy and Stacey. For Darcy and Stacey, yeah, you, you can, can catch back. up on. Yeah, you can go back. Let's do it. For Seeking Brother, Husband, and Love in Paradise. And all the bonuses and fun pictures and talking to us. Just like chatting. Patreon.com slash married to reality. <laughs> Make sure you're following the podcast when you're listening to it right now. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's, it is hot. Is Hank and Duchess. Very hot. <laughs> and thank you for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. We love the love. If you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on the 90-day podcast. So thank you for that. All right. Now I've said it all. I've said it all. My story hurts. All right. Well, then we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.